you're listening to the Otaku Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with this guy named Chris. Yo. And today's episode is a discussional podcast episode where we talk about the news that is somewhat entertaining to us that we can get some discussion out of. And we also jump into our community of great people over on TakuSpirit.com. You can go there for our news, reviews, and coverage of new and old anime. Again, as well as our wonderful community of people on the forum button at the top there. You can register and talk with some people in a friendly, fun environment. And yeah. How's it going, Chris? Good. All right. We have some great news discussions. Some are new. Old, yes. Some are new. I hear that I'm going to be totally surprised by something. There's going to be surprised. Don't look at the list. I'm not. You're going to find it. You're going to start laughing in the middle of me talking about something else. Okay. Okay. Ready? I'm, I'm, I, I, does that mean I have to look away? No, you don't have to. Just don't okay. look at the list. I'll look at this guy over here. Makoto Shinkai. Yes. Look at Makoto Shinkai. Anyways. Uh, He's got an Aquafina the- bottle. With a cup on it, yes. <laughs> and he got a microphone in front He's of him. He's got a microphone in front of him. He's wearing a red, He's wearing shirt. A red shirt. Mm-hmm. He's, He's got, got glasses. He's got glasses, yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> it's cute. Acute And that's in 2013, by the way. It could not be. It could just be a stock photo, and they claim it's from Moscow 2013. <laughs> I don't think he's ever been to Moscow. Could be. Anyways, well, news. He is, a, he is a big director, so news, he could news, go news, a, lot, a lot of places. Yes, news. <laughs> The old news that I have, technically, is that Crunchyroll obtained the rights to Suki Monogatari and Neko Monogatari Black. So, yeah, they now have pretty much most everything that is streaming right now. Actually, everything that's streaming right now. I guess I'd probably better hurry up and finish that. (laughs) I think that's finally time for me to go watch it. I think we should watch it together. Uh, So, yeah, they basically now have Bakemonogatari, they have Nisigemonogatari, Monogatari Second Season, Nekomonogatari Black, and Tsukimonogatari. But they don't have Nekomonogatari White. For some reason, no. I don't think that's even out streaming yet. I don't think it's released yet, so... I'm trying to fend them in some way. If they they don't have it out yet, then that makes sense. And news about releases. So if you are one of those people that like to have your Blu-rays and DVDs on hand, uh, Funimation has released their or posted their pre-orders coming up. Uh, Inari Kankan, the OV, plus OVA DVD and Blu-ray, which the OVA part makes me want to go buy it because I want more Inari Kankan. special edition? Uh, on Right Stuff, no. On Right Stuff, they have no. it for $32.49, so you can get it there. Uh, Noragami Complete First Season DVD Blu-ray is also going to be released. They're going to have a regular and limited edition copy. I think the limited edition only really has uh, a box sleeve that you can put on it. Uh, it's $42.25 for the regular, $45.95 for the whole set. So I'm definitely going to be picking that up because I really liked Noragami. And we got a second season coming. Yes. So you have Chris's thumbs up. Even now, though it doesn't have probably. the girl he wants to be covered on it. But it's got another character that got covered. Uh, Defrag is also going to come out for DVD Blu-ray. And is going to be $42.99 for the regular and $49.99 for the limited edition. Again, or first limited edition, which is just like with Noragami. Just comes with a sleeve. And so later not, DVD and Blu-ray is coming out. Again, also with a standard and limited edition, $42.99 and $45.99. I, I, I still to this day, I'm not I'm not sure. I, I can't. Not on board. <laughs> I can't, I can't honestly suggest it. I, I just can't. I mean, but at it least was you a could very still, disappointing show. But you can buy their new class album version of the original Soul Eater limited edition that is also on Funimation. You can find that there. 
Uh, moving on to Section 23 from Sentai Filmworks. They announced their August 2015 releases. going to be Sakura Trick, The Kawaii Complex Guide, Hayate the Combat Butler Season 1, Kamigami uh, no Aspi. Uh, I think I'm missing a U there. I think it's Aspi. I don't know. Uh, Space Brothers, uh, Captain Earth, Haiku, Love Chinubio and Other Delusions, Heartthrob, which sadly is not getting an awesome collector's edition like the first one did. Sad. Cry. Uh, I don't know if they even have the dub on there. Maybe they're doing a regular release and they're going to do a dub super duper release later. We'll see. Uh, Vampire Hunter D Remastered is also going to be released from them in August. Kawaii Complex would be nice to have in Blu-ray. Mm. That looks gorgeous. So the fun news that Chris is going to be excited about, I think, my wife is a student council president, is going to get a TV anime adaptation in July. I think you said you've read that? No. Okay, then I might, I might be thinking of something completely different. So now that it completely ruins my whole joke and stuff that I wanted to get into. <laughs> uh, the quote that they have for the premiere announcement is approximately 10 minute long episodes full of heart-pounding sexy scenes. Th- this is totally ruined because I thought that you've read this. So I went to go check it out and I read through a whole bunch of the, the chapters and then I realized this is going to be extremely censored. It's going to have to be, because apparently. It, it is, like, borderline hentai. Like, everything... I mean, actually, they actually had hentai woman-on-woman mental images happening. And I don't know how this is going to be on television. <laughs> I mean, it, it literally is hentai. Uh, it's just going to be... you sure be it's going to be... It's hentai or arage? Um, I guess arage, because it's a manga... I don't know. <laughs> but it's full-on nudity and sexual situations, so I don't know how they're going to have it on television. It's just going to be white bars everywhere. There's a few shows that I... or a few that I wouldn't mind seeing, but I, I don't know what this one is. And It's supposedly really like there. this guy, the student council president, just suddenly shows up at his house and says they're married for some reason and, I don't know, sex and stuff. <laughs> Sex and stuff. Nudity, nibbles, all that stuff. Uh, I guess since my whole joke is ruined, I'll move on. <laughs> Long Riders TV anime to premiere in July. Uh, for those who don't know, that is a show that covers a first year university student who falls in love with a folding bike she sees in front of a station. Not resisting its cuteness, she withdraws all of her savings from her bank account to go buy one, but the price is beyond her expectations. Uh, I think my desire for Moe bike riding with rolling girls is going to be fulfilled with this one because it just looks like Moe girls riding bicycles. <laughs> but then they'll probably end up having vests and colorful explosions and fighting and and crocodile heads for Chris. Crocodile heads for me. <laughs> I can't get away from him. He won't go away. <laughs> He will haunt me for forever. July is already looking interesting, so we'll, we'll go with that. Because also, God Eater's anime has been uh, confirmed for releasing on July 5th, or premiere on July 5th. So, uh, yeah, Ufootable's God Eater is going to be amazing. And oh, wow. Ufootable's getting it. You didn't know that? No. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's what we were awesome. excited about when we talked about it before. Oh, did we? I think you forgot. But yeah, that's going to be that's gonna be epic. I can't get enough of Ufootable. Uh, my last piece of news that I have is Sega is gauging interest on a home port of Hatsune Miku Project Diva Arcade. 
Yes, please. Full of excitements here. Uh, basically, what happened is that Sega released a questionnaire for people to answer, which basically asked, which would you prefer this to be on the uh, the Diva this Arcade? Is, this is Mirai, right? Uh, yeah, it would basically be that. It's the, the arcade version of it, mm-hmm. which looks amazing. Yes, uh, like which gorgeous. Kind of, <laughs> kind of gets into my point after this, but it basically asked which console would you want it on. They listed PS3, PS4, Xbox One, Wii U, PC, and smartphone. What? Yes. So this amazing looking, visually beautiful looking thing, they're actually considering putting it on anything besides something that's either PS4, Xbox One, or PC at least. Uh, which bothers me because if they put on a smartphone, I'm going to cry. Because, I mean, Japan's, like, big on phones, so, of course, the questionnaire is going to be heavy on phones. Yeah. Don't put it on a phone. Please don't put it on a phone. I want it on PS4. I mean, PS4 is perfect because it has the, the touch slider on there. If, if people don't know the arcade, the, it gets arrow notes, which point left or right, and there's, like, a little bar that's at the very top of the What do you think controls. about the possibility of PC? On the top of the controls, they slide left or right, and the touchpad on the—I don't want them to actually do that because I would hate that because I hate the touchpad. But it, it fits. I don't I mean, want it on PC either because I don't think it'll sell. I mean, yeah, but everybody's yeah, a, got a PC. A, there's a rhythm. There's a huge rhythm fandom on the PC, but they just pirate it. That's, That's the problem with that PC. That would be the downside. Sega, along with many other companies, are afraid of PC because people just pirate it. So. I want it to be successful. And yeah, I agree. PS4 is selling like crazy right now. It's not selling. PS4 t- has the, mo- the most capability, but PC is a strong user base. Well, they and it say- has the ability to upgrade as time goes by. So you can't, I mean, you can't really discount PC. I, there's oh, a lot of things PC. that I, I'm just saying they're discounting yeah. it because it is going to be pirated. But yeah, I agree. The pirating thing that does suck no matter how you look at it. But they smartphone is definitely a no. I don't want that no. nowhere near a smartphone. Miku Please Flick, keep it away. Miku Flick was not good, and that's the only thing I can see them doing is another Miku Flick, and because that's the control seam is a touchscreen. Uh, but yeah, they, they they kind of point out that you can choose a, a secondary preferred. So it does sound like they're kind of gauging two platforms. So PC and PS4 can work. I think PS4 would be great because it's selling like hotcakes in America. Um, Xbox One is also, but not as much as PS4, but in Japan, Xbox is selling nothing. PS4 is, is selling decent. So if they want to hit the market, that's where it's going to be. Uh, I don't know. It's going to be on smartphone and probably PS4. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that's probably going to be the two. And actually, I'm thinking it's probably going to be smartphone's going to probably be the number one choice in Japan, and PS3 is going to be second. And I hope they don't do that because... I mean, come on, the visuals on that look gorgeous. They're going to have to end up downgrading the visuals just to match the same sprites as the PS3 Hatsumiku Project D, which isn't bad, but I want the gorgeous characters that are on the arcade game. I want that. Anyways. <sighs> I'll only bring it up because I know we have a lot of, of Miku fans in our in our community, so there's some hope that, that that's going to come over to consoles, so definitely look forward to that. Anyways, that's, that's all we have for news. That's all we have. That's it? Nothing else is interesting. Well. See, this, this is how this works. I mean, there's so much news, but this is all we care about. Yeah. Like, this is all that matters, people. So, yeah, don't yeah, worry yeah. about checking the news anymore, because we got it all. Yeah, we, we 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 go out and look look, and we see, eh, that's interesting. That's a cute, pic- that's a cute thumbnail. Click on that. Yeah, that's interesting. 
I just go buy thumbnails. Something like that. <laughs> We're responsible people. Anyways, let's move on to the more entertaining and fun part of this entire discussional podcast, which is our community segment, which is uh, we're going to start off with our community questions. Again, if you want to submit questions to us, you can go to the forums on talkaspear.com. You can go to talkaspear.com and click on the contact us button and submit that little form. Really easy. Or you can email Andrew at otakuspirit.com. Or you can tweet at otakuspirited. Yeah, I got that name. Otaku Spirit was taken. Uh, our first one we got is from Ast Deprived. Says, uh, would you guys ever consider doing a video podcast? Yes. He probably asked that before the last discussion went up, which basically had us talking about that. Uh, we recently uh, joined Patreon. Patreon.com slash Otaku Spirit. Um, that was mainly for people to be able to donate if they wish. And it's getting enough uh, attention that that money could be used for possibly us getting some video equipment to do video streaming. Um, it's a kind of a big problem that we have right now is that we don't really have the proper equipment to do it. We, want, we don't want to half, you know, half it or anything like that. We want to give you guys something that's actually worth checking out. Um, maybe if that, uh, that's not going to come too quick. So maybe before then we can think about doing, uh, at least live audio. I think we've messed with it before. It didn't quite work out, but that's a possibility too. Uh, we'll see though. It's definitely something we want to do. Uh, I know people are interested in it and I don't know why they care to look at us as we sit here and talk at pop filters, but it's a thing now. So <laughs> I guess, uh, plus I enjoy the, also the idea of us being able to block spoilers. So we'd, we'd have to be extra careful. At least Chris would have to be extra careful. He likes to make size happen. <laughs> um, before we have Opie for Senpai. Thank you for joining Opie for Senpai. Seeing you join the forums here recently. Definitely good to have you. Uh, says, if you guys got an anime tattoo, what would it be of and where on your body would you put it? I'm not a big fan of tattoos, uh, just mainly because I always have the mentality that I'll put something on and then suddenly the next day hate it. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like almost a permanent marking that you can never get rid of. Uh, but I think it, it that goes along the lines of the same questioning as we had in one of our formed topics about... Uh, decal. No, we had a we had a question about somebody asking, "What would you paint on the side of your house or something like that yeah. if you could?" And it kind of also goes along with the a uh, uh, car decal thread that we have on the forums, where I would probably do something that if somebody that doesn't know anything about anime would see it as art, and probably something in the lines of maybe like saber in uh you know full clad armor outfit with a sword with the really cool. Um, a lot of the art from Katana Katari. Oh my gosh, that art is so... It's just... It's different and so beautiful. I would love to have something like that. It would it lend itself I, well to a tattoo. I, could, I, I, I already have two tattoos. I got a wolf on each shoulder. Marked. Yes, I actually have tattoos. I was actually the one in my family that got the rest of my family to start doing tattoos. Not me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did Bobby get one? Mm-mm. Bobby no, doesn't have any? He could have had in the last... <laughs> That's 10 true. or 15 years, I don't know. <laughs> but Not my, my mom and my dad ended up getting tattoos after I got tattoos. So I was kind of the one that opened it up to our family. But uh but yeah, I've got wolf tattoo one on each shoulder. And um if the funny thing is is I got to thinking about it and yeah, that there is a lot of different wolves in I har, uh uh spice and was it Haru? Haru? Hara? Horo. 
Horo from Spice yeah. and Wolf. I probably do her. She would be awesome. But I was thinking about it because I don't know that I would necessarily want to get an actual character um, because the, the you know as I get older, skin stretches and stuff like that. And I <laughs> I don't know that I would really like one of my favorite anime. Your face girls. just starts drooping down. <laughs> Other things but, are drooping, but. <laughs> <laughs> but there is one I, I thought about it and I, a character that I the one, first one that popped to my head when you had, when I read that is Babu from uh, Sankara and this is who this is I don't know if you've seen him before nobody is seeing what I'm seeing right now it's a cat it's a cat with heterochromia with heterochromia I'm and he's also got he, he's a zombie mm. <laughs> a zombie face. he likes leaves too you see the well. They, they have to eat leaves, and and if you re, uh, watch Spoiler. the show, you'll understand. Um, you see the big O. He got hit by a car. Mm. <laughs> That's a spoiler, actually, because the cat's dead at the beginning. The, Babu is awesome. He is like one of my favorite of all like mascot characters. He's he's by far my favorite. He just he's just an awesome. He's just this. He doesn't care. He's gonna let you know how he feels. He doesn't say. He doesn't speak. But he does have that that the cat noise. But he's he's just awesome. <laughs> uh, for some reason, I I thought you were going with goo. I, I for some reason my brain was connecting that you were going down the path to say that you wanted goo because goo would be a chibi type character, and if it started dripping, it wouldn't matter because she's it's all goo. she's her her physical attributes are all over the place. Like, you you could actually just like, goo is not if, a bad idea if your skin starts stretching and you have that kind of old man wrinkle and flag going but on. No, I, you see, just, I, you could jiggle your arm and it would do that little dance that she does. Where she's just kind of like a little octopus wiggling around. That's not a bad idea. Goo is a great idea, but I I don't know. I I if I was to do an actual anime character, I would want to do one of the most beautiful characters. So it, it it wouldn't work, and I would have to do her human form. So, <laughs> well, now that everybody has mental images of being old people flabbing our arms around with tattoos on them, let's move forward. Uh, Opai for Senpai sent in another one. Said because of my name, my first question to the show has to be. Actually, I guess I got these out of order. His second question for the show has to be plot or flat. So I'm assuming, based off of being called Opai for Senpai, uh, the question would be... Uh, Opai? Real estate or flat planes? <laughs> it takes I all knew types. This, I knew this question was going to come at some point. And it, I it am, takes yes, all types. I am smaller. I, I, I like hand... If I can fit my hand or... What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> you have a measurement. Yes, you put I, I'm this. sorry. I, I mean... I I'm not into big chests. I I'm just not. I'm I'm in the same round. I I like I like uh Berkey, but not too big. I guess is the answer. Like I I can't I can't like for example uh, triage X. I I I think a lot of that is just nah, not I'm not that in favorative, so yeah. I guess that answers the questions. We're in the middle, or, or towards us, the lower planes, but not not flat. Not flatter than like an iron board. You can. You can I don't have. You a can problem level a, a shelf. I'm not. I don't have a problem <laughs> with flat. I just. It takes all types. Like I said, every, everybody's their own unique sn- special snowflake, and I'm fine with any. But yeah, I don't particularly care for triage X type. Uh, moving forward from that. Uh, 
flame fest that we're Unco- gonna get ourselves uncomfortable. into. Yeah, that one's a little uncomfortable. <laughs> Ast deprived chimes in and makes sure that everybody knows it's AST deprived, not Ast deprived, because it probably sounds like I said that every time I say it because I don't enunciate the T. It's Ast deprived. I think I just need to say AST deprived. It might be the pop filter that's just filtering it out. Could be. Ast deprived says how in the past has the community shaped the discussion you guys make for the podcast um in many ways i think we've already kind of pointed out several times it's when we first came into this it was really just we came from doing uh video games anime and tv shows walking dead we were doing a lot of things and then we decided to make otakuspirit.com uh it's kind of comparing to how we were to how we are now. A lot of the big changes we've made is we used to be star based. We had a five star system. What was pause? We had pause because we came from Cabot Wolf website. So we had pause. We had a five pause system and we, or at least me anyways, I'm not going to, I'm not going to claim Chris was bad about it. I uh, was very bad about shows I didn't like. I would kind of bash it and say, this isn't that great. This is a stupid club show. Burn it to the ground. Make fun of it the entire time. We did a lot of making fun of the shows. And what we kind of found was that people were kind of chiming in and say, well, I, I like this show. And then it kind of made us realize, well, why are we bashing shows that technically, you know, everybody's going to like a certain type of show. And to sit here and spend an entire episode talking about how much we hate something and want to detest it and how every little thing we want to knickknack at every little single detail or nitpick, um, it kind of changed how we, or at least me, seen things. So it, it turned to a more of a let's inform people and tell them about a show and let them decide. Yeah, we'll say if something didn't pique our interest, if something bothered us, but we're not going to sit here and spend an entire episode bashing it to death. We might have fun with it, but we're not going to outright bash it. We're just here to inform people. And that's mainly one of the key things, because I know what a lot of people don't have the time to sit here and watch every single show, and that's what we do. We sit here and watch the shows, and we tell you about them. So at our first impression point, or our final impression point, or one of our discussionals, we say, this show is actually really great. Nobody's talking about it. You can go, oh, okay, maybe I should check that out. That's the idea of informing. Uh, as regards to the, the scoring system, at first it was kind of a thing of everybody's doing the scoring systems. I guess we have to do it too. And eventually it turned to a thing of, there really is no point to a score. It just, you can't, if if a show does really well at Slice of Life, and you give it a score based on that, and then you go over here and do a horror show or an action show, and you give it a, a three, people will take those two scores and bring them together, and that doesn't make any sense, because technically, one score is how great they did Slice of Life, the other score is how great they did Action. It doesn't necessarily mean no. that they weigh against each other. We we had somebody actually try to get on to us about yeah. So I did my Sword Art Online review and I did a Madoka Magica review and they compared the score and I'm like they're they're two different things and I scored them based on each one's performance and it's my opinion and it doesn't really matter. It's a stupid number. I mean, technically all numbers are for score aggregation sites and I don't care what the score aggregation site tells people. I yeah. care what people think about what I said about the show. So numbers really draw from. Because that's what I found with that guy. He didn't read the two reviews. He didn't see why I had problems with one show or the the other. So the score takes too much from what we're here to do, which is inform and tell you about the show and tell you the faults and tell you the, the pluses and the cons, pros and cons. We're not here to tell you 
hey, uh, let's do a review of this the the winter the the spring season, Chris. Let's 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 start it off. Let's let me let me bring up a list here. I'm gonna bring up TakiSpirit.com. At the very top, well, I mean, simulcast even, schedule. Yeah, even at even I'm plugging at, here. I know. Even at even Madoka. I mean, you did technically like Madoka. Yeah. You you had problems with the pacing, and there, there's nothing wrong with that because I I actually kind of agree. Even though I'm a lot more, I'm lot, a lot more on board with Madoka. I mean, really, the main I didn't ha- I didn't I couldn't argue with Andrew about the idea that yeah, the first three episodes I thought were absolutely. See, I had problems with like the first nine episodes. Was the problem yeah, that I had? Well, I think that after after the third episode, things started. You started seeing what the world was, and whereas you felt it was more towards nine, we we had the same problem with uh, with Steins Gate, um, Future Diaries, Fu- Future Diaries, and Steins Gate. I mean, I thought it felt like it. I agreed with you about the fact that it just felt like it had this big old huge lull in the middle. It doesn't, and I I felt the same way about Steins Gate. I just I was on board a little bit faster than you, but I did see that lull. I guess it also kind of tells you the difference in scoring that people have. If you look at ratings for Steins Gate, or if you look at ratings for uh, uh, I don't know if Future Diaries had the same issue, but let's just take Steins, Steins Gate for example. That's a huge. That's a show that has a huge problem with its scoring because you'll see somebody that'll score at a six, and then you, when you read about it. It's because they weigh a lot on the journey. There's a difference between some people. Some people will go, will score based on that last minute. Boom. Okay, this is how I feel. A lot of people go, hmm. Now that first nine episodes, I was not having fun at all. That first twelve episodes, I just was not enjoying the show. So that's I'm gonna weigh it down. There's a, a lot of people weigh a lot on the journey that rather than the destination. A lot of people go. Well, it has a huge payoff and it's great. So forget about that journey. I had Where, fun yeah, and it. and I think that the, a huge payoff will will tend tend to make me a little bit more forgiving of that that trail. But whereas Andrews is a lot more a lot less forgiving of that. He he wants, yeah. I want a good journey. Yeah, and I mean journey is like in case of Steins Gate. That's twenty three episodes of twenty four. I want that twenty three episodes would be great. Of course, it was it was fun long before the 23 point but i'm just going extremes here well i mean steinsgate had different issues for me and but my biggest issue with i mean when it comes to those those rating systems is like i mean you go steinsgate is by far one of the most highly rated shows and i highly disagree with it being that highly uh rated i really loved the show but I think that it it got caught up in a hype train, and it and it really did, and it and it shows. If you go and look at most of your sites that do those rate uh, those systems, it, it will always be up at the top because of this hype train that's behind it. It's got a lot of talk behind yeah, it. Yeah, it does. Uh, I mean, and so more people watch it, and then they come back and say, "Yeah, it was really good at the end," but at the end, <laughs> or I couldn't get. Past episode six, so you're yeah. all wrong. Because yeah, it, and that and that's it. It does. It is one of those that got trapped in the hype train, and so a lot of people are naturally watching it, and that means I think the that, controversy of that first, you know, first core is part of the reason why it has so much hype is because people are talking about the fact that you guys are wrong because I couldn't get past the first core kind of thing. Yeah, as part of the discussion on it. 
Uh, the point I was kind of trying to make is that in a lot of cases, when people look at you know rating sites, I find myself doing it too. You you go to a review for something, you scroll straight down to the bottom and say what six? You don't care to read what they're saying. So we can essentially have right here. Let's let's just break down. We can go into spring 2015 season. Uh, Heroic Legend Lars line. Let's give that a a four out of five. All right, let's move back. Baby steps two. What are you thinking, Chris? Three. I mean, they're just numbers. Yeah. That, that doesn't tell you why do I why do I think a four with Ares line? Why do you think a three with baby steps two? The numbers are stupid. It, it makes it makes no sense. Because I, it, and I think yeah. that I I I have I me and Andrew are very very uh, hard on the idea of we won't we'll we won't give a a suggestion or not a suggestion on a show that we've never watched before, mostly because it's not it's not fair to the show to we we made this decision a long time ago we don't believe in saying i suggest a show that i haven't seen all the way through mostly because if i haven't seen the completed product how can i possibly know if that product is good i mean that madoka is a perfect example of how a show in the end can make a, a huge difference to see the end compared to I've only watched five episodes. Unless it's flags, then Andrew says that I hate the show and yeah, but you, I don't say I, I dropped it. You you just said I dropped it. You didn't say I suggest or I don't suggest it. It was me, more of a thing I, that if somebody if somebody in a case of there why when I whenever we're doing a review or something and I say I only got to episode four and I dropped it and then you'll end up reviewing it. Me pointing out that I dropped it at four is for people that go well. I usually align with Andrew yeah. and. If he dropped it at four, I'm probably not going to give it a shot. Right. But he could hear you say something that interests them, and they'll go for it. Right. It's all about the conversation. That's what's great about it. Uh, he also uh, asked Deprived, also said, uh, P.S. to Chris, Peach, you didn't show up until Gen 2. Uh, I know that this means in because Gen I one, played Sapphire. I told you that. That means in Gen 1, Pikachu came out of an egg. Your logic is flawed. <laughs> <laughs> But even if Pichu doesn't show up, doesn't mean that didn't exist. You can't see air, but you breathe it, right? <laughs> right, right. Uh, uh, anyways, uh, Ashley, I actually, I actually thought about that. I actually, I actually thought about that. I knew somebody was going to point out that he didn't come out until it didn't too. I knew it was going to come up. <laughs> Acid Poison left us a comment from the website. says, Hi guys, if it's not too much trouble, I need some movie recommendations. I like watching anime, and my sister do too. So I usually download a movie to watch on a long car trip. However, my sisters are younger and have a strong dislike for non-cutesy looking titles. I did not read that part when I made a big old list of stuff. Because <laughs> I got like a cure and stuff on there. Um, anyways... Uh, they're okay with Studio Ghibli, uh, but I tried to, to show them Ghost in the Shell. No, I guess it depends on how old they are. And they didn't like it. Also, because it made no sense to them, uh, they did like the disappearance of Hari Suzumiya. So I guess look, I'm looking for titles with that art style. Any suggestion would be great. Now, you said a uh, movie, which, yeah, Disappearance of Hari Suzumiya is a movie. Um non-cutesy-looking titles have a strong dislike for non-cutesy. So they want cutesy. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, we were we were kind of... We kind of went through a list, and I kind of made a huge list based on just movie recommendations. I didn't read the part about sisters and stuff, so 
Uh, some of this is going to have to be edited on the spot. Uh, we did point out uh, Momora Hosoda. All of his works are great. Uh, namely, for them, would probably be Wolf Children. Uh, Summer Wars and Girl Who Left Through Time might be... It depends on their age. I'm not sure what kind of age group you're looking for. I mean, if you're look if you're looking at really young, uh, Girl Who Left Through Time and Summer Wars, but Summer Wars is probably going to be enjoyable for them. Girl Who Left Through Time is probably going to be a little bit too deep. Um, again, it depends on their age. Uh, we also wrote down uh, Hasu Hasuhiro uh, Yoshi Yoshi Ura, who is also another great director that we really like. Uh, he did Padamon Verded and Time of Eve. Again, those are going to be more deeper and thought-provoking so might they might get lost in that Panama Inverted is very visually appealing and a spectacle so that might catch your attention that was a pretty good story as well um, last director that we have is Makoto Shinkai which that one might be a questionable one too uh, but he did Voice of Distant Stars uh, Children, who, Children Who with who Chase Lost Voices we haven't watched that one yet so we can't really recommend it uh, but I've heard it's good and the Garden of Words, which might be a little bit too adult for them to follow. So, those are some ideas. Uh, Ghibli is just a given, but Ghibli is where most of the great films are at. Um, but in regards to movies, you're very limited because there's very few good big time movies, and that usually falls in with Ghibli or those three directors. So, check those out. They might find something in that's interesting. Uh, but you're probably going to fall in the lines of uh, Memorial Hosoda's work, so Wolf Children is probably going to be... They'll love Wolf Children. Just go buy There's it. There's a few Tenshi movies, too, but they're... Some of them are... Some... some or one, You're talking one about of them had, nudity and stuff, so I wouldn't go there. Yeah, one of them does get a little bit heavy, so... And they all, they all have bath scenes. Every single one of them. <laughs> well, maybe not uh, the third one, but I know the other two did. The first one might not. No, I think it might. I don't know. The the, the ultimate point is, is you need to poke your your nose in and make sure. You, I mean, we're not we're trying to be easy with the ones that we're picking, but we're also some of like Tenchi. I haven't watched in forever, so I mean, I, I can only go. Yeah, I I know that there is nudity occasionally in some Tenchi stuff, but I seem to remember those being kind of cutesy. So <laughs> take that for what it is. Definitely poke your nose in and make sure that they're safe before. It kind of bites to stick with movies because technically because we, we don't know we don't know how heavy your kids or your sisters can handle too. So I mean, Ghibli Ponyo is is more geared towards children, um, whereas uh, uh, Princess Mononoke may be a little bit too heavy for for your sisters. I mean. I think you also kind of limit yourself by just making it movies. Technically, most 13, 12 episode seri seasons are only like 300 minutes long, which is what, uh, just a little bit longer than, or just about two movies long. So if it depends they, on what kind of length you're looking at with the road trip, because you can technically watch a whole entire series. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would, I would be. If at a certain age, I would be okay with some kids watching like Dog Days, um, because I mean, although it there is some quote unquote nudity, nudity. it is technically s censored to a point, and it's and it's usually only a quick uh, panty shot or something like that. But very cutesy show, and I love it. I think that 
at a certain age, a lot of girls would love it. But again, poke your nose in and make sure that your sisters would be okay with that. I and I don't know how old your sisters are, so. If that didn't help you out, definitely just chime back and let us know what kind of age group you're looking for. And yeah, if, if seasons are something you'd be interested in, because that kind of opens it up a lot more. Uh, moving forward, we have uh, Homebound11 says, A notice. I'm asking this question early so you can prepare. Exact opposite to his rapid fire questions. Um, anime season uh, series in recent memory have been broadcasting more on a 111 system. By that, I mean one season, one break, and one airing to finish basically a split core. Uh, we've seen that with uh, Fate Zero here recently. We've seen it with uh, Fate Stay Night and Little Blade Works. Uh, we've seen it with uh, Snafu, uh, romantic comedy Snafu. Uh, what are your thoughts on this new trend of broadcasting? Like it? Not like it? Do you think it, this has any legitimate effect on the success of a series? Um, it, technically, it depends on if it's intentional or not if it's intentional in the case of like unlimited blade works or fate zero um or snaf or not snafu um but those two are basically where or tokyo ghoul and it also uh, in some cases it has to do with them not well in case of like unlimited blade works they know it's going to be successful they probably gave the time gap because they wanted to prepare they, they needed some space and breathing room like they just finished the season they wanted a little breathing room to get the first episodes back up and running because they're basically producing it on the spot. They're not producing it a year early and then releasing it all the next year. They're literally, when episode one is airing, they're on episode six working on it. So it could just be a case they're trying to get some breathing room. Um, in other cases, they just don't know if there's going to be a second core. They could be something like uh, Tokyo Ghoul. Like, we didn't even know that there was going to be a second core until, like, two weeks after the, the first core ended. Uh, they could be gauging interest in it. If it's not interesting enough, they're not going to do a second core. Oh, it was interesting. People liked it. Okay, let's make a second core. So it's, it's a mixture of intentional and non-intentional. And if it if it's a good thing, I think it's annoying for fans because in a case of Unlimited Blade Works, you're like, oh my god, I gotta wait, you know, a whole season before I can get the the rest of the, the conclusion of the story, which is I'm so hyped over. In a case of something like. Uh, Tokyo Ghoul, it was like a case of wow, this is where it's ending? Seriously, I was upset. I gave it I, I gave it some some mean comments based on that factor until I found out that I was actually going to have a second core, and I kind of wish they didn't have a second core now that I think about it. So it really, it's a case-by-case basis. I think it does affect it in, in a fan, uh, fan sense. Uh, I'll know Zero upset me when they kind of cut off for an entire season. I had to wait to find out what the hell was going to happen the characters uh, but at the same time i do recognize that where they do plan it they just need a break and they need to and i want them to have that improved quality by having that break so it's a good thing in that case what's your what's your take uh i don't mind uh mostly because i think that i would rather have a split core than Something like No Game No Life, where I really, really, really want to see more, but I don't know if it's ever going to happen again. I didn't know if Noragami was ever going to continue. Same with Noragami. I was upsetting me. I "I want more. And they they literally painted it like... They painted it literally as this was created for the sole purpose of gauging interest in the manga. And I was was convinced this is never going to have a second core, and I want more. Yeah. And that's that's (laughs) the same same that I feel like with... uh, 
with uh, No Game No Life. I, I I just we haven't heard anything on that one. No, none at all, and and that drives me crazy because I love that show. Um, <laughs> it's so funny that me me and you were absolutely ex- stark off opposites on No Game No Life, and and uh, and and. And we've had draws on this thing before, and it's it it shows how passionate we are about those shows. We really, really, truly, I, I truly love No Game No Life. Um, Andrew truly loved Norigami. It, it so I as far as a split core and somebody has already announced that it's going to be. I I'm 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 far more happier with that than something like No Game No Life. I'll just put it that way. Uh, next question, guys. What kinds of problems do you think can arise from something like this? How do you think this can affect writing, pacing, production, and series in general, both positively and negatively? Uh, the breaks do help with a lot of shows, based on the fact that it allows the manga artist or manga kind of can actually get ahead of the trend. Some cases, the animation kind of can catch up to what's currently being written. Um, so that's a good thing. That's where you'll often get, like with Bleach, you'll have filler because they're trying to finish um the problems again like i said earlier is really in the fan base they're upset because they want more but they're not getting it they don't know if they're going to get anything uh there's also the possibility of it getting canceled yeah you can have uh directorial changes you can have artist changes uh the people that worked on the previous core can not be available for the second core when it finally gets greenlit and there's those problems that can arise Uh, i haven't really I can't name any because I'm not really watching it like a hawk to actually tell. Uh, third question says, do you think the classic system of two series, uh, two season series as in sh- uh, straight 26 episodes in a row is beginning to become a rarity or only saved for a series that may become weekly shonen? That's hard to say because that also presumes that the show is built on the idea of being 26 and it doesn't have any other content. Uh, technically, a lot of shows that are based off of a manga or something like that can be built for a 26 series, but it can actually continue on, but they never do. So you're... This would assume that 26 concludes every story, and it doesn't. 26 often does not complete an entire story. It could be a case where they're actually... It could be just as equally as bad as a 13-episode core where it's cutting short of a full story. But I don't think it's a trend that's dying because if you look currently right now, Last season, we had so many shows were ending their 26 or their second cores, and we have many more that are continuing on into the winter season. There's more shows that are having their continued cores happening in a se- uh, season than there are shows that are coming back from a break. I mean, right now we have Unlimited Blade Works and uh, Snafu that are coming back after a break, but you also have Assassination Classroom and many of the shows that are continuing on into the, the winter season. So, yeah, it's, it's, I don't think it's a dying trend. It, it's a case-by-case basis. I don't think there's a trend at all. It's just a circumstances, really what it is. Um, are there any series that have already finished airing that could have done without a one-season break, and vice versa, a series that would have done better with a one-season break? Again, that goes back to if they need a break, they need a break if they don't then that sucks because I want more of my shows. I don't want to break. I, well, we, we, we discussed at one point we, we got, there's, there's one particular show that has Sailor Moon. I, they have 
their show go on once every other week and they're not using that to its full potential. I mean, those, yeah. those, those, I like the story. Don't get me wrong, but I can't argue with Andrew on the idea of how visually it looks. I like the artwork, but there's aspects that I wish could have been done better. And it, it really is shows something when you have people releasing these big old huge comparison charts of the Blu-ray release. <laughs> yeah. I mean, here's what they actually intended for it to look like kind of thing. I mean, I think it looks good, but it doesn't look as good as I think it should. Because, I'm sorry, you have two weeks per episode. Even if you're on a pressed schedule, Sailor Moon should... I The, the, the most frustrating thing that I, that I have to say about this is... Sailor Moon should not be a side product. And right now, that's what this show feels like, is it's a side, a side project. That's You had one job. <laughs> you had one job, and you done goofed up. You're, you're talking about Sailor Moon. Come on. The, the fan base for that. Uh-oh. Chris is going again. I got him started I'm on let, let it go. I'm going to let it go. Says, I know I'm asking a lot, but I think this is a legitimate issue and a trend that should be discussed. I don't know if anyone has ever asked this before or not. Now it is. Uh, I hope to hear some very good discussion. I think you got some good discussion. Yeah. yeah. And somebody almost went off on our side tangent. Neko! <laughs> Neko Returns says, has complaining about tropes become a trope. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Every time somebody listens to our podcast, oh, it's one of those shows where they talk about the tropes. Trope. <laughs> Trope. Trope. Oh, gosh. Every time, we, every time we mention it, we're going to say trope now. Uh, we are- wanted to do that, and we never did do that. <laughs> trope. <laughs> I, I do that every now and then when I'll, I'll like walk past the living room television. They'll have like NCIS on or something like that. And I'll just stand there and, and look for things that are things that are overdone. And I will say, that's trope. <laughs> oh, there's the there's the, the father who didn't realize his son's actually the bad kid even though he was protecting me the entire time trope i mean no. american television is actually a lot worse with tropes in anime than most people believe if you look at it, you'll realize wow that's the same thing that's been done on crime shows or reality tv shows for generations uh lenzark says what your what's your excitement level on the new dbz movie freezer f i never heard you guys just talk about the z movies and what's the with the talk about i guess we can do the other part um yeah, I think we kind of both got out of DBZ when they hit, like, GT. Um, it's just one of those things where I kind of... It was at a time in my life where I just kind of stepped away from anime altogether. And when I came back to anime and I realized there was a bunch of other stuff, I'm like, I don't I don't care to get caught up. Nothing's really drawing me. Um, I do know that Goku supposedly has a new form where he has blue hair. That's what I heard. I don't... I... Don't, <laughs> I, I I have interest in watching the DBZ movie, but it's not available here. And oh, we get them. It's just on Blu-ray, and don't care to buy it. Yeah, I'm not gonna buy something that I don't know if I'm gonna like. I, I don't have a problem with Dragon Ball. I don't. I never have. I bought the dra- original Dragon Balls. I'm never going to buy the entire series of Dragon Ball Z. It's not gonna. Happen. I've been considering getting the Kai <laughs> series, but. Huh? I've been considering it in the Kai series because it's like, yeah, you think about getting the, the DVDs of the old stuff and it's like, oh, it's a lot of them. And then you're like, oh, here's Kai. And it's like all in this big box. Okay, you cool. know, I 
I'm so mixed on Kai, though. That's the problem. I like the idea of Kai. I really do. It's like, if I wanted to watch Dragon Ball Z right now, I would want to watch Dragon Ball Z Kai. Right, because it's basically, here is the <laughs> show without the spoiler. Oh, cool. You remove that stuff I don't care for? All right. Exactly. I mean, if I wanted to watch... It has I mean, all the same voice actors the entire time? Okay. Exactly. <laughs> it, I Well, no, supposedly they they redid the entire Dragon Ball... Or they're going to redo the entire Dragon Ball Z series with single voice actors. That's what I'm saying. You have all no, the same I, voice no, actors the entire time. In Kai, they already did that. In Kai, they already did that. But they're going to redo the entire series again. With the sp- fillers and everything? Yes. What's the point of that? Because it's money. Because that's Andrew, it, silly Andrew. Because yeah, really, ching. <laughs> what a but stupid question. Mostly because I, I'm sure mo- most everybody just pretty much bashes him for that. The dubbing in that show. I mean, yeah. when you think about it, that's probably. Although a lot of us have this love for it, because I'm sorry, I always go back to Vegeta's Vegeta. Sa- awesome. Vegeta. Uh, what is this? A Super Saiyan bargain cell? That was classic Vegeta. You can't I'm, I'm... redub. <laughs> it's over nine thousand. What nine thousand? There, there's just those scenes that are just perfect for Vegeta. But I, I like Frieza. Frieza was absolutely destroyed. I mean, the the horror stories that I've heard coming from this was dubbed by so and so. It's like. Oh my gosh, really? <laughs> and and redubbing it would would make it become a lot more serious, a lot more they could probably re uh re put put in the 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 scenes that they removed, all that stuff can be in there again and I like the idea of that. Will I ever watch Dragon Ball Z again as a whole? I've tried a couple times. I went went back it's to watch a it huge on the time investment. Yes, I it's just like, hey, you want to watch One Piece? No, I can watch like fifty million shows in the time I watch that one show. Well, and to top it off, I mean, I want to watch it in in the Japanese. Goku is horrid. <laughs> oh my gosh! You think you think yeah yeah you think you think uh, uh, Usagi's bad. <laughs> Goku female voice no that that's bad um but no i i i love dragon ball dragon ball is a great show it it has there's a lot of things about dragon ball that just bring that it just brings to to the table and it is a timeless show that whenever we do our top anime of all time we usually include it's dragon always ball. in the honorable mentions it is it it there is no denying what Dragon Ball has brought to the table. It was like one of the defining shonens for me, technically. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lizark also says, and what's let's talk about anime, about plot in anime. It's like searching for unicorns in real life. In some cases, it feels like that. Yes, yes. Actually, supposedly, the narwhals were where they came up with the idea of the unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> that was Gen 2, Chris, not Gen 1. <laughs> Uh, Hickey jumps in and says, which, uh, shows deserve a better ending? Wow. Um, you got a couple hours, I, I guess. <laughs> I think this kind of falls back on, uh, the question earlier about, uh, you know, split cores and stuff is like a case of a lot of shows technically don't end. I, so when I sit here and I think about, well, let me think what shows didn't have a good ending. Technically, most of them weren't actually finished. So... I, I don't know if they were technically finished to be or to have an end. They don't think they had an ending to begin with. So 
if I can assume some shows are completely finished, I'm never going to get anything else. I would like to have had a better ending for Wizard Barristers, but that goes without saying. Uh, I'll know a zero. I wish that concluded better. Um, it didn't. Uh, Kur and I, I think the manga is continuing on, but based off just the anime, I didn't see that to be a, a conclusive end. A lot of things were left open. I still love it and I still suggest it just because I loved the journey in that one. Uh, Eden of the East, I know some people complained about the ending there. I didn't have a problem with it, so I thought I'd mention that as well. Um, and my last is pretty much every magical girl. That is so mean. I mean, there's not nothing really wrong with magic. It's just girls. a lot of cases with magic Come girls. On. They go magic. I win button. Everything's fixed. They never. They never stick with anything. <laughs> now, now uh, that I will agree with the magical reset button irritates me. Because we were like, that's what we went. So a prime example of that mentality is when we were watching Yuki Yuna the entire time. We're like. I wonder if they're going to I-win button this and just fix everything. <laughs> so it's just a thing. It's 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 a factor in, 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 in Magical Girls. When I watch them, I, that's what I'm expecting. But I don't necessarily hate that. I just, I wish they would do out. that. Yeah, it is a cop-out. Um, I also thought about, um, have you ever seen those, and, and I wish I could think of a show. I know I've, I've ranted about it before, but have you ever seen the uh, Magical Time Fix? Where something happens, and then all of a sudden they do a, a really quick jump into time to fix it. I want to say one, but it's going to be a spoiler. I and and it, it's one of those. I and I I think that you're thinking of the same one that I'm. I am, and I don't think that that one was that bad. Yeah, because really. the entire show was based around that. Yes, I'm talking about more the show, well. a show that is that. Time was never brought up, and then all of a sudden, time is at the very end of it. It's usually when you have a character that has some kind of god ability, a bad guy that has like some kind of god complex, and that's what's put into play. Or you've never, uh, you've never unloaded your full potential, and then all of a sudden they've realized, oh, well, I ha- I've always had this magical time skip ability, so I can jump back in time and bring back my friend. No, <laughs> you can't do that. I, but yeah, the 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 the, the cop out the cop outs is is probably my Disney my ending. biggest yeah my biggest beef is probably those easy easy fix button things that you, you're just cheated you you can't do that it, it that doesn't work especially it's, when you've never mentioned that ability in the entire show it's mostly annoying because you you get invested in the characters a, a character usually dies and at the end they they bring him back and it's like i just cried over that character now you're just gonna go <laughs> you can't believe you cried over this character because time time <laughs> i i i everybody knows that i've ranted about time before i the, time is one of those things that is really you've got to really tread careful water with time with me i that is next to logic breaks Kunslinger time Stratos is gonna crap all over that whole issue you know that <laughs> they are not it's a base off a game they're not gonna handle time and, really and they're well. playing with the time thing and i'm already going oh no Ugh. you guys you're messing up no <laughs> I hope that. Answers Who knows? Question. Maybe they'll fi- they'll they'll do it right. I, I guess the answer to your question is which shows deserve better ending. I just wish shows would end. There's your <laughs> ending. There, there's your answer. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh man ninety one just recently joined our forums. Thank you for joining us. Glad to have you. Uh, says since I started listening to the podcast, I've been wondering if you guys have any other hobbies that doesn't fit into the watching anime or collecting anime figures memorabilia. 
And if you don't, what hobby would you choose to have? Since I am an avid Yu-Gi-Oh! I guess I'm going to have the other part later. Um, I used to be really big in gaming, and now it's kind of a side thing because I spend more time. My hobby has become both watching anime, enjoying anime. Um, it's, again, collecting figures and memorabilia. Um, my other hobby is really working on the site, producing content for it, video producing. Um, I love taking photography of the figures and memorabilia to produce content for people. So my other hobby is that takes all my time up is my my free time is basically taken up by anime, figures, and producing content. That's my hobbies, and that's what I enjoy doing. So, yeah, I used to be in gaming. I don't have any time for games anymore. I buy them, and then I go, why did I buy this? Because I have no time to play it. I did that with Type Zero here recently. I told myself I never do it again, but I bought Type Zero, and then I never, I never touch it because I don't have any time. Christopher, pretty much gaming, but I I find myself being very constrained on the gaming thing. Did you put down WoW finally? I think you just I, I realized yesterday you weren't playing WoW. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I haven't given up on it. I'm still. Ugh. I the only thing that I'm getting on lately for is raiding. Oh, so that's, two nights, and that's two nights. And and the bad thing is, is is I, a lot of my daily type stuff is not happening right now. <laughs> Busy work, but I don't, I don't, I don't find, I don't find that my daily stuff is paying off in the end right now. So, and I'm having more fun with with. With Minecraft right now. Yeah, that's what the thing is. I see. I seen your mind. I realized. I was like, wow, you were playing Minecraft all night. You weren't on WoW. Ooh, could this mean that I could finally rip Chris away from World of Warcraft long enough to watch one of these fifty titles we bought in, in December that we were going to watch and do reviews on? And then I realized he was playing Minecraft. <laughs> like that's ah, just as bad. So you're saying that our 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 community is getting in the way of watching shows. Is that yeah, what you're so saying? every time you guys are like, let's build this, let's build this, <laughs> just remember, we're not doing a review on uh, High School of the Dead on a podcast, or or any of the 50 million other shows I bought. Ah, well. It's fun, though. Like I said, it, it, it is what the, the great thing about the stuff that I produce for the website. It's like, it, it is a lot of work, especially like when the case of, you know, audio breaking and having to spice it up and spend hours upon hours doing it. It's my hobby. It's what I enjoy doing. I enjoy providing this stuff to people, so... Yeah, thanks for joining the forums again. Um, Kenshin Shinta says, uh, I was wondering if either of you guys have seen the series Diamond Day Dreams, Diamond Dust Drops. Um, I know it's old and probably doesn't fit either of your tastes, but I rather enjoyed it, not to mention the original, uh, originally from the North, and have actually witnessed the phenomenon a few times in my life. Uh, I plan on going to Japan a couple in a couple months, uh, and this anime is why I chose Hokkaido first. Sadly, no. I haven't watched it. Um, I know you have a couple other comments regarding shows themselves, so the best thing you can do there is just to suggest it, and that's by going to our suggestion review suggestion area and put the suggestion for the show there. Um, Be aware that the, 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 the anime review request thing is based on... Yeah, it's getting <laughs> long. If we, we're not ignoring it. We just... Time. Time. <laughs> Remember, we've got 20-something shows, or 30-something shows that we've got to do, and at the same time, we got to squeeze in that, plus I've, like, I've got Minecraft now, I've got World of Warcraft, Andrew has his video stuff, uh, constantly doing his, um, his written reviews, yeah, we're, we're 
We're pushing time. <laughs> I, I kind of mentioned it before, but I was a lot of it had to do with us trying to match our schedules. And I think I mentioned before that once I was waiting for this season to kind of get to the point where I was going to taper off some shows and then I was going to do some reviews of other shows and just maybe do solo reviews. I really don't like the idea of doing that because it just really ends up being me talking a bunch and Chris kind of sitting there going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I don't know what we're going to do unless we quit our jobs. Maybe if our Patreon gets big enough, we can just quit our jobs and <laughs> do that. Uh, moving forward, we have a Yu-Gi-Oh! Man 91 chimes in again, says, uh, you guys rock, and I'm looking forward to more podcasts. You guys mention from time to time how anime will be done with CG, and you're not a big fan of it. I was wondering if you could explain the difference visually between CG and maybe hand animating. Uh, I'm not too sure, um, I'm not all too sure about what kind of visual styles there are that make up anime, come make the anime come to life. Uh, if you could, can you explain what those are? Again, can't wait to hear from you guys or more from you guys. Okay, I'm gonna make this really super easy. Um, and Watch your Marco. Well, okay, yeah, that too. Um, but I was going to say, um, look at something like Little Mermaid and then Toy Story. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, and that's that's America. That's super easy. I mean, you're going to see the old uh, Disney movies and the new Disney movies. That's left and right, exactly hand in hand, exactly the difference between the two. Now, you go, if you go into, if you want to get into the technicalities of uh, certain things that it's not no, so much that I, I, like, I don't necessarily hate it. I, I have a hard time with it in certain cases. Um, one of the best one, best looking ones that I think that was done was Arpeggio. It wasn't the best looking either. Um, I've seen stuff like, um, uh, oh, what is that? Unlimited Blade Works. Why did that? I blank out on that. Unlimited Blade Works looks gorgeous. That's, oh, oh, there's parts. I of cannot that believe you didn't good. remember that, Chris. I could not. Bl- I, I, you couldn't remember that, honestly. I'm sorry. I'm joking about the fact that you bug me on wolf children last time <laughs> okay chris um it's a progression thing because we had back in the day of course you you had where they're basically drawing every single frame of the characters on the backgrounds and then they were putting it into a machine and then and then filming that and then it went from there to they were starting to okay we have this thing called computers and we can we can have it do the fill in betweens they started scanning their their sketches into the computer, and they would use that to clean it up and insert the colors. And that's pretty much what they're using now. If if there's any 2D animation being done, they draw it, then they scan into the computer, and then they use they use the computer to, or they just use a tablet to draw it, and they use the computer to color it in and match it all together, and then move the lines if they need to. They can use the computer to push the lines around. And then it went from there to, okay, how about we just Make the characters in a 3D, you know, CG rendered and have the character move on a background rather than draw each frame by frame. Let's have the computer move the leg forward rather than draw the leg come forward or draw every frame of the leg coming forward. So in some cases, it is is a good progression technically because it's moving into more detailed art. You're not worrying about sticking, you know, 50 people into a room and having them all you know, draw frame by frame each step. 
but at the same time you have the problem with how they introduce it is the problem. When you have shows where the CG looks robotic, like even shows where everything looks 2D, you'll notice that in cases where there's a big crowd, they're CG because they look like robots with stiff arms walking down the street. It's, it's blatantly obvious. So there's cases where it's done bad and there's cases where it's done good. Unlimited Blade Works, I think, is that, that whole thing is CG. It's They do it very, very well. They mesh that idea of 2D with with 3D and they make it look really beautiful. I thought it was all CG, but I started questioning myself at some point. And well, they draw a lot of the keyframes still. It just it it is heavily. It's just like Neon Genesis Evangelion. The, the new Neon Genesis Evangelions are like they use CG all over the place. They just do it so well. It just meshes really well. I uh, but it's not like Arpeggio where it's like nothing but CG rendered yeah. characters walking You can around. tell, you can tell if you take a screenshot from from Arpeggio, you can't tell. I it, when when I first told Andrew that it was all CG, it's he just was like, when it's moving. Yeah, when it's moving, you can tell. Um and it's so funny because my my thing, I think that I because I I at some point, I don't know when, I don't know why, but at some point, I was walking through, I, and I think I talked about this before. I was walking through. My mom leaves um, Disney on for the the dogs in the in the afternoon while she's at work. And one day, I was walking through, and I seen the Little Mermaid, and um, it was so funny because I seen just the the I could see the framing because I've got. I guess I've gotten to the point where I start. I I've gotten to where I I can see framing when when animation is going. Um, and maybe you guys have have experienced that where you've watched it watched animation for so long you start seeing the framing and um, I could see the framing uh, of of the drawing of Ariel's face and and the the way that her hair moved and that was something that I actually found beautiful to actually see hand-drawn lines and that stuff and that the the the, the um, the love that goes into actually hand drawn, and I think that's one of the reasons why I loved uh, uh, Kaguya Hime, uh, the 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 tale of the bamboo princess. I loved that because that hand drawn, that uh, some of the some of the frames were were kind of charcoal drawn, and it it looks beautiful to me. That kind of artwork looks good to me. That's something that we always enjoy about watching, like the old Jibby films. Just like when we watch Kiki's Delivery Service, yes. like, wow, everything here is is hand done. In and the the when she's flying over the town, you see all these people in the marketplace. They're all hand drawn. They they draw they drew every single step they were taking. Of course, Ghibli later on moved into the CG realm, just like everybody else, and and doing certain things like uh, Princess Mononoke. They they. They CG created the the mountainside when when uh, Ashitaka was riding uh, his his little mule all all the way through the, the little pathway. They actually CG that whole thing, and it, but it was still hand drawn two D uh, forest and everything. They just cut it up and and tilted it so where it was actually looked like it was coming towards the screen, but it was still always hand drawn. And I think there's just like you mentioned, it's just a, it's a, it's an art form that's being lost. This this idea of just somebody had this in front of them and they hand drew it themselves. And of course, most of them probably didn't take as much care as we we, we glorify it and make it sound like it's 
this guy that thinks thinks the world of this one frame he's doing. I don't want to make people believe that it was all good times, but it does it does make, have a sense of blood, sweat, and tears. Whereas today it's just a mouse click to make the like move forward. It just seems like yeah, something more don't, special. There. Don't 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 get don't get me wrong. I mean, there is aspects to CG. I, that's why I say. I mean, there is like Arpeggio. I liked I liked that show. Whether I agreed with the direction of the story is a different animal, but I thought that it looked good for what they were doing. I mean, if 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 anime goes in that direction, I can probably deal with it. The problem is is that it yeah, like Andrew was saying, that lost art. Uh, there there is a beauty in that that I personally embrace. CG is something that we just see it going in that direction because it is more cost effective to go CG. There's no getting around. The labor that's involved in CG is a lot lower than the labor involved in a hundred people in a room, in a sweat room, doing one leg move forward. Yeah. <laughs> that, well, I mean, it's like it uh, 14,000 frames versus somebody clicking a button to have the leg come forward. And it's not that simple. Uh, there are a lot of them are trying to make it look as lively as possible with leg movements and everything, but in most cases that I've seen so far, it just doesn't work out. So to answer your question, it really was a movement from hand-drawn frame-by-frame to let's kind of push a little bit of CG in there to create this effect to, okay, well, let's just completely render it in a computer and have the computer move the leg forward rather than somebody draw it coming forward. And that's the progression you have. The, the My real point is that it depends on what direction it goes from here, whether I'll like it or not. If it goes the route of everything... If, if a season comes up and everything looks like Arpeggio, which, again, is not a bad thing. It's just not what I fell in love with with animation. If it moves to that, or Knights of Sidonia, not to bash Knights of Sidonia's story. I'm, I'm, I'm really interested in watching that just for the story. But it looks like robots, you know, robotic people walking around. It doesn't look like 2D animation. And it loses. That's the other thing is a lot of the CG. It loses the emotion, the feel that you see that when they draw in a character, in an anime character. When he when it goes to CG, it, it kind of just loses that cartoonic. It's kind of like when we were talking about live action. Live action can't do comedy anime because you just have so much character in a you know a two D character. It can go chibi and look goofy. Mm-hmm. So if it moves to the case where it goes to if I, if I see a season that has nothing but you know, nice as Sidonia's and, and Arpeggio Blue Still, where it's nothing but CG rendered, full on. We're not touching 2D drawings. This is just CG rendered characters. I'd probably walk away from anime. But if we got, you know, more foodable stuff where it's, where they're, or, or Neon Jesus Evangelion, where they're meshing CG and 2D to make it fit and it's hard to see. I mean, the only thing in foodable that, that I see that they have a problem with is like, Unlimited Blade Works, whenever they do the skeleton things, it's like, wow, that, that sticks out like a sore thumb. That looks like CG, full-on rendered. They didn't draw that. But if it goes that direction, I can probably really enjoy it. If they go the other direction, I'd probably walk away from it. All right, Yu-Gi-Oh! Man 91 chimes in again, says, Forgive me for asking so many questions, but this popped in my head. Don't worry about it. We love the questions. Um, I'm usually on the road a lot, and I don't have much time to talk, or time to get to a computer, to get to, onto the forums. Have you guys ever thought about making an app so that those who can't get to computers often have a way to participate more on the forums? 
Um, no, apps are kind of one of those things where you have to pay like 100 bucks just to make the app, and then you have to submit it. It has to be okayed. Um, we have to... I haven't really designed apps. I don't have the SDK or anything like that. So it all costs a lot of money. Um, maybe something in the future we can probably look at. But uh, the good thing is the website and the forums both have mobile versions for them. They, it's supposed to detect your phone if it's on a mobile or not and thus give you the mobile version of it. So technically you can you can still listen to them. And, of course, our podcast is on the iTunes store, so you can look that up on there. It's on Zoom. Um, you can get the RSS feed and insert into your podcast app of choice. So if, there's ways of getting it on mobile. If it's not somewhere that you want it to be, let us know. Or or you, you're more than welcome to submit them or submit it to the group. Make sure that we're involved in the conversation so that we can so that it doesn't end up in a place that we don't think is an okay place. You know, we, we do want, this is something that we want protected. It's not, it's not so much that we, we just don't want other people making money off of something that, uh, that we're making that's supposed to be for free. Does that make sense? Yeah. If, if, if you're not able to get it on a certain platform, let us know and we can work with you to figure out why it's not showing up in mobile version or if you needed your app or the, feed on a certain app let us know and we can we can we can help you out with that uh, but it should all be accessible we try to get on every platform possible so let us know uh the last shadow 96 says hey guys i have a question don't feel obligated to answer all of them especially if you have a full anime co- or anime cast discussion uh, but if you're lacking here are a few uh is there a mention uh is there a moment in an anime when you just broke because it was so sad i know this has been asked before after watching full-on mac alchemist brotherhood when dot 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 he had a spoiler there that i can't really look at because i've i've yet to watch full metal alchemist brotherhood i want to but sadly i haven't yet um you of course haven't watched it yet have you no just watch the original but i do know that the brotherhood is supposed to be better because it's based off the manga better so something you want to watch but if in the answer to your question on the idea of an anime that just broke you because it was so sad um Clannad. Ray the Father, Fireflies. <laughs> Ray the Fireflies. Um, that that Clannad. will break you. Yeah, uh, if you if you, yeah, yeah, that one was rough. <laughs> Air TV broke me. Um, something happened in that spider short that broke me. Um, I don't remember what exactly it was called. The little, the little spider, I think, is what it was called. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of shows that are just kind of emotional and just kind of break you just because it just. It rips your heart out, steps on it. That's what anime is pretty good at with a lot of them, especially a lot of the more uh, visual novel-based stuff. A lot of them have a lot to do with dealing with loss and uh, tragedies, so it happens a lot. (laughs) Um, I think we've pretty much had a few podcasts where we answer the question of our saddest anime, so if you go to our podcast link on talkyspear.com and just look for the podcast it's labeled i think saddest moments or something like that uh make you cry or something yeah. like that yeah i made that make you cry uh second one he has i just finished dead man wonderland and i'm wondering is there an anime that leaves you on a huge cliffhanger finale uh and you find yourself okay with the ending uh it just leaves you with a sense of completion or you're you're just satisfied with the ending for me i was okay with the cliffhanger it gave so, me so much suspense, and then the ending happened, and I yelled on the screen, no way. 
Uh, is there any anime you're okay with the cliffhanger ending and no signs of conclusion anime? I'm never okay with it, especially with Deadman Wonderland. I did not have that same feeling. Deadman Wonderland kind of left me with a, okay, that happened, but what else kind of thing? And that's usually when it kind of bothers me. Um, but anything we have the previous discussion we always had with, I was okay with where Norigami left off. He was okay with where uh, No Game of Life left off. But of course, we're both in the same boat of we want more. Um, and that's often... a. It's something we've talked about way too often, so I know I don't want to chime the on it only, too much. The only time that I think that that would be okay is the ambiguous, but even that, I you're you're very very touchy on ambiguous endings. I I generally hate ambiguous endings. I really do. <laughs> yeah, it's also a case of uh, I'm okay with them, and that's that's my perspective. I guess that's where it's kind of the difference between us on Norgami and Norgame No Game of Life is. I'm okay with the idea that they build a world. There's other things that they can explore, but it felt to me like there was that, okay, they're in a safe spot. Things around them have settled. Um, whereas for me personally, in a case of like no getting to life, it was like a, here's this thing right in front of them. Uh, uh, to get it away from no game to life, um, Tokyo ESP that literally said, here is a conflict. We're done. Yeah, now that you that one we can bo- we both agree. You can't on do that. that. That one was a bad, a horrid cl- cliffhanger ending. Another example, Kern. I I love that series, and even though it, it still had this huge other things that they can explore, that they never did. I was fine with how they were in a safe zone at the end. That I could say, okay, I want more, but I you kind of left me on a bad note right there, so. It's different with each case, different with each people, I think, because like you said, you, you liked how Deadman Wonderland left off, but I really didn't like where it left off. Uh, uh, the next one he has, I know you guys hate these kind of questions, but uh, I feel inclined to ask anyways. Anyway, uh, you wake up and find yourself in Deadman Wonderland, apparently convicted of murder charged against you, your lover, uh, best friend, it doesn't matter who, just someone close to you. You have no memory of said crime, but you possess a the dead man power, uh, whatever you want the power to be, uh, of those shown in the anime, and if you read the manga, it can be one of those there too. It just cannot be Ganta's special power, and no, you cannot be Ganta. Uh, would you try to convince everyone you're innocent and not take part in the corpse carnival, which ultimately leads to your early demise? Or do you strive to survive by any means necessary, even if it means casting aside your innocent to live? <sighs> um, I guess to put in context for Chris, you they do have the power to manipulate blood. Um, so, like, Ganta can shoot the blood out of him. Uh, you had a girl that could pierce her head and turn her hair into blood that can attack people. You had a guy that would create blades from the blood from his arm. Uh, I'd probably go with that one to be able to create the blades. Um, you kind of left the best one, Ganta, being the... He can shoot the blood, which is was was a little bit overpowered. Uh, the idea of you proving your innocence... Um, the corpse carnival... The, basically, the, the corpse carnival, for those who haven't watched it, uh, when they were put in this prison, they, they get collars... And the collar has to have kind of a time given to it. Otherwise, it'll inject you and you die. And the way that they 
increase that time on that collar is by doing the corpse carnival. If you win the corpse carnival, which usually means involving yourself with it, some kind of an event that leads to the death of many other people, uh, you have to push everybody else down to get to the top of this pe- this peak, and that usually means killing other people. You get a candy, and you eat the candy, and the candy triggers the device to give you more time. Uh, so, yeah, I'm of the mindset that I probably would just... I would do the Corpse Carnival if it meant that I could just run to the goal line and win, but I would probably only do that when I got to my near death, because... I could say now that I would probably not involve myself and just let myself die rather than kill other people in order to live. Uh, but you never know when you get to that point where that timer's going off, what you would do. And I would probably force myself to try to do something without leading to the death of other people and see if I can survive. Only attack people that attack you? Self-defense? Yeah. But at the same time, they're forced to fight you. So it's not their usually their will. It's their... It's their instincts to survive that's forcing them to fight you. Well, if you don't want to, if you don't want to die, don't attack. They them. should have stepped out the ring. <laughs> um, it was a. I really liked that world. It was an interesting world. It's just like I said, I did not like how they kind of left it off. But again, that goes back to the the main continues and. Do I have an over overpowered lolly with me? <sighs> there was one lolly in the show and she was awesome uh, so, but yeah. she was not on that side of the fence she would be the one probably trying to kill you well, because she was designed to kill you well that, that that's <laughs> the i mean that's fine I'm, she's I'm, gonna I'm die lolly. <laughs> i'll go die by the lolly she, he's just gonna go hey you're cute and then she'll just kill him <laughs> that's how that's his dead man wonderland story he found the lolly and died <laughs> Anyway, sorry for the ridiculously long questions and so many of them. I look forward to hearing your answers on the podcast. Thanks for doing such a great job and keep up the great work. I enjoy every moment of your podcast. Thanks and sorry again. Thank you. Don't be sorry. We did love we, the questions. Did we ever answer the question about the, the card games? Oh, was that later or did I already pass that? Yeah, I did pass that, didn't I? Yeah, um, Yu-Gi-Oh! Man 91 uh, said... Uh, what, uh, since I'm an avid Yu-Gi-Oh! F- uh, player collector, I could not guess that. <laughs> I just have to ask it, you guys, uh, play any collectible card games, and if not, did you ever when you were kids? Yep. <laughs> you had me go back there just so you could say yep. <laughs> I played, uh, I played, uh, Magic the Gathering. I got Andrew and Bobby into it for a while, but they were never as big into it as I was. I got sick of the fact that everything relies on mana. <laughs> I did actually play Yu-Gi-Oh! And I thought it was a very interesting game system. Um, it didn't stick with me, though. I, it Things, life hit, and it hit really, really hard. And I pretty much dropped it because I just didn't have the patience or the time to deal with another game. Um, but I did like the system. I built a deck that I thought was probably unbeatable whether or not it was beatable i don't know it's probably is i just it's probably is now because when every time you got an expansion you had to look at what was in the expansion (laughs) and then rebuild your deck based off of what came in the expansion the new rules that came with it i did actually try to get back into uh magic the gathering a couple years ago and i was like oh my gosh these guys are doing all kinds of stupid stuff that doesn't even make sense anymore (laughs) i'm attacking people and they're like you can't attack that person he's this and i'm like what is that? that? 
<laughs> what are you playing? But um, yeah, that's the answer to the question. Yeah, like you said, I did. I messed with the magic when he had it. Didn't buy my own. Um, I did Pokemon for a while. Uh, did not last. I pretty much turned it into just collecting them than anything. Um, I did. Uh, what was it called? Mutant football or something like that. Uh, Mutant League football. I did the card game with that for a while. That was interesting. That didn't last very long either. Well, uh, the 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 guys who did uh, Magic the Gathering also did um, a, a BattleTech game, uh, but I have a bunch of those cards somewhere. <laughs> I think probably the one that I did the most was probably uh, Pokemon, though. I, I built a full deck of that and carried. I on had with it like for a while. six or seven thousand cards of Magic the Gathering, <laughs> and you burnt them all. Yes, I did. Now we're going to get questions of what hell happened there. <laughs> Let's just leave that in there. Never answer the question. Make people always wonder what happened. Uh, next, uh, again, with Yu-Gi-Oh! Man 91 says, Two questions. Have you guys ever thought about what it would be like to own a life-size model of a figure or a favorite anime character waifu? Uh, and if you could have a life-size model, what would you have them in an etchy pose or would you have them in a cool, more refined pose and of course, who would they be? It would probably be definitely something with a cool, more refined pose because I, as much as I have been pushing into the realm of having more and more risque type figures, I've recently realized that I have more characters with skin showing than I've ever had before, which was a no-no for me to ever do before, which I've kind of pushed away from. Um, definitely with the new Moves of Range from Murata, very risque. Uh, not very risky, but it's the most risky that I've gotten so far. But to have a full size, that's just like the, uh, Dakimakuras where it's kind of like, that's in the realm of people going, why do you have a pillow of a girl on your bed? <laughs> uh, yeah, it brings up questions, but I would love a, a full size saber and full outfit I've seen with a some, sword. I, I've, that would I've be amazing. Some, I've seen some Dakimakuras today that I was like, oh, I, I actually might con- reconsider my stance on those. <laughs> <laughs> when I seen the Shirobako ones, I was like, oh, there's something about those characters. I would love to have something like that. But, <laughs> but no, yeah. my, 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 my thing is, is okay, and it, this is the idea of if, if my fantasies could become reality, I mean, then... If I could actually have a full size, then why not just go, my parents are okay with it. Then, yeah, I'm going to go with the etchy one. (laughs) (laughs) That's the problem. The moment they come in and see that you have that, you're questioned. Uh, One of of these days, I just won't care ever, ever, and just be like, whatever, own it. Uh, But yeah, I'd, I'd, yeah, just leave it there. I know you guys have videos on YouTube for unboxings, but have you guys ever thought of about video recording your podcast so that we can all listen and watch at the same time? I find your reactions really funny in a lot of scenarios and would probably find it entertaining as watch as well. And if you guys don't like the idea, could you be video shy? No, not really video shy. Um, but yeah, it's just really, like we mentioned before, it's a case of getting video equipment that would make it, we want to we don't want to half it. We want to go all the way with it. So it, it'll happen eventually. It's just getting to that point. Plus, where we record is like hot. So it's going <laughs> to suck having to actually wear a t shirt. 
We're not and then on right top out. of that, we'll probably have to have lighting. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's going to make it ten times hotter. I'm going to have to get like an AC system just for when we record. Because <laughs> we like to record in a closed room, and so that way it sounds the best quality. I mean, we, we know you guys hear the outside uh, random noises. Dogs barking and stuff. It, yeah, we, it, we do try to make an attempt at making it sound semi-soundproof. But yeah, it's it's a video thing is definitely a, an eventual thing, so stay tuned, I guess. Uh, Ken Shin Shinta pops in again and says, could you guys give your thoughts, opinions on these animes? This goes back to what we said before. Uh, I have not watched any of these shows that you mentioned. Story of uh, Sayun Koku, Doggy Poo, Koi, Kaze, Flag, Risk, Safety. Safety. Um, I know that some of those are shorts, but uh, again, that's none of the ones I've actually watched. So maybe in the future, definitely put them in our, our review section. That way we can keep it on log and maybe watch later and give you impressions on them. I know usually the shorts, we don't usually do reviews, even though we do watch them. Like the Spider Girl, I'd watch that one. The the chair, the girl in the chair, I forget what that was called, the, the cat one. Uh, enjoyed all those, but uh, there's too short to the point that us talking about it would really just only serve people that watched it. So it's very difficult to fit into a podcast because you talk two minutes about it and you basically spoiled it. You talked about the whole show because it's only two minutes or 10 minute show. Um, but thanks for the just suggestions though. Sorry. I can't really give you anything more than that. Just a guy question time. Just a guy. 1253 chimes in Uh badass character. Asuna or Sinan. I'll go with Asuna. I'm going to have to go with Sinon, but yeah, <laughs> you're talking about two totally different animals. There. <laughs> yeah. They're, 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 they're definitely split personalities. Um, I mean, I like Sinan, but Asuna just, I guess it's more the case of Asuna's had more character development. Um, yeah. I, I like, I like Asuna, but Sinon is more a character that resonates with me better than Asuna does. I've always had kind of this love hate thing for Asuna. So, yeah, Sinon works better for me. <laughs> Technically, Asuna's taken, so I guess I would have to be to with Sinon. <laughs> My new Besides, wife, no. cat girl. I mean, what can I say? That's Although true. Asuna does have blue. I mean... She's uh, elf girl. Yeah, blue elf girl. Yeah. <laughs> I, I prefer cat over ne- uh, elf girl, so... Neko over elf girl. Neko Mimi. <laughs> <laughs> what anime website? So, so okay, we trade traits... I get to keep the uh, the the character archetype on on Sinon, but I get all the all the Asuna traits, and then you can have all the Sinon traits. Asuna Neko Mimi, mm. yeah, <laughs> go for that, go for that. As long as she does the Nya thing for me, and I can grab her tail. <laughs> what anime websites do you recommend for watching? Um, I think we've pretty much chimed on most of these. Crunchyroll, awesome Funimation. Uh, Daisuke, if you have to, um, and the anime network, the anime network tends to just point at other networks. Hulu, like yeah, Hulu. Um, the anime network dot com. Uh, the uh, the one the anime planet is that what it's called? The one that I use for my to to keep track of all my uh, my uh, anime list. It's kind of like anime list, but it's um, anime hyphen planet anime hyphen planet that one does the same thing it it points in directions of other anime so if you you can do both your anime list and at the same time 
it has pointers to where you can find those shows. Legit, legit yeah. sites to get them. Mm-hmm. Um, my anime list is great, but it also points you to directions of pirating sites. So I don't really recommend that as a database. Uh, it, to really kind of point you, Crunchyroll has a good way of looking up their shows. They have a lot of shows. Um, theanimeplanet.com, that site has a lot of a lot of titles under there as well. Um, just with anime-planet.com, you're getting a, a a huge list of shows outside the realm of just one network altogether. Uh, if you're looking for the current seasons that are coming out, again, Crunchyroll is going to have most of them. Funimation is going to have a lot of them. Um, they kind of, last few seasons, they've been jumping back and forth between which one's going to get a lot of them. Um, but those are the two sites mainly that I go to. Um, those are that's pretty much what we usually hit is is those four or five sites. I think Daisuke's really just one of those cases where they every now and then get something that's exclusive to them, and you're forced to watch them. Like Idol Master last season was forced to watch to them. Uh, Hulu has a good selection of stuff, but I, we hate it because it's got advertisings. But Ads. if you don't mind the advertisings, go for it. Uh, YouTube also has a lot of a lot of the. Uh, publishers or streaming uh, licensing sites that or licensing companies that license streaming will put their stuff up on YouTube like uh, uh, Right Stuff who is Nozomi on YouTube they put a lot of their stuff on YouTube uh, Funimation puts a lot of their stuff on YouTube it's usually a week after it's been aired uh, but you can find all of there that's mainly it though uh, there's also the anime network I think yeah, I mentioned that earlier. Uh, I thought you were saying Anime News Network. No, no, don't use Anime News Network. I mean, yeah, you can use them. I don't Anime know. News Network is just a pointer, just like uh, Anime Planet, a- Anime Hyphen Planet. They they just point to other people. But doesn't the Anime Network.com have their own stuff? And if you sign yeah. in, you can actually remove the ads for things that yes. are like on Hulu. Uh, but they have a lot of their stuff on Hulu if you're looking for uh, free streaming. So to wrap it all up, if you're looking for the current season, it's Crunchyroll, Funimation, and sometimes Daisuke. Um, that's uh, Daisuke.net, Crunchyroll.com, Funimation.com. Um, if you're looking for sites that can give you information, or a site that has just overall shows, um, it also includes the Anime Network.com, Funimation, Crunchyroll.com. If you're looking for a site that will point you to other sites, Anime um, Network, the and Anime-Planet. Yeah. Uh, anime-planet.com an anime news network an anime news network anime news network.com I think we are we have a uh, a breakdown of that list somewhere on our site yeah that was my next point Uh, if you're looking for the current season on otakuspear.com at the top we have simulcast schedule that will show you where to get the shows on which days um, either be in Funimation Crunchyroll or Daisuke uh, we also have a thread, which should be uh, legal streaming or something like that. Let me see if I can find it real quick while we're hot live on the air. <laughs> if you search best practices supporting anime you watch online on the otakuspirit.com site, um, I think I also have it tagged under uh, Anime 101. Yeah, if you click on the categories on the right, Anime 101 and flip back a page you'll find best practices supporting anime you watch online and yeah we have a full breakdown of uh many sites that you can go to to get anime legitimately and a lot of them are actually free so uh don't worry about pirating or anything like that 
but I'll also I'll see if I can remember to include a link on this uh, this article for this podcast episode episode uh, one eleven I believe. So yeah, hope that answers your question. Uh, let's see here, what are your guys' top five favorite anime openings? Uh, that goes back again on another podcast that we did. If you look in our anime cast list, it's episode 33, Top Anime Openings. Uh, we did a lot of uh, our favorite shows on there. Um, top five. Um, you got me. I'm, I'm always going to say uh, uh, it's you guys' fault. I, Watermode. I will always say that. Brunhilder was definitely awesome. Um, could probably toss in... Uh, Wolf's Rain and um, Wolf's Rain Showbits. Really I'd probably go Wolf's Rain. Uh, Witch Hunter's Robin was awesome. Uh, Witch Hunter's Robin was awesome. <laughs> this season, uh, Fate's Day Unlimited Blade Works. Uh, Aimer's Brave Shine is definitely going to be up there in my list. Uh, Clan Ad's always a favorite. Um, Air TV, just because those two just give me the feels like no one can ever understand. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's a, there's a few of them, but again, if you go to uh, episode 33, top anime openings, you can actually hear them because we actually play them in the background as we talk about them. So check that out if you're interested. Uh, Lenzark says, "Who is your favorite male Japanese singer or band? Have you ever have have you have to sing their songs to prove your fandom? Though uh, I can probably skip that second part. <laughs> um, Noisy cell." Chris jumped in on Noisy Cell. I definitely agree with Noisy Cell. If if you had to force me to choose anything besides Noisy Cell, it'd probably be Super Beaver right now. I, I used to be like, big on GAC, though. I do like a lot of the the harder metal type bands, but outside of uh, Las Vegas, I, I I don't know. The problem is with Noisy Cell is we can't get any other music over here on iTunes or anything like that, so you have to import anything from them. Um, a lot of music over in here that I listen to a lot... Uh, one okay rocks got a lot of stuff on iTunes, and uh, my first story has a few tracks on there as well that I enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know you have it. Uh, this is a uh, Iridian. I think I said it right this time. I know you guys have a dog, but do you guys have any other pets? If no, it would be your dream pet. Uh, nothing that doesn't exist. I myself have six cats. Three have said six were inherited. So, but I've always been a cat person at heart we've always been dog people's eight like dogs us. three ferrets you counted them again we got to keep regular counts on them because they yeah. kind of fluctuate <laughs> a lot uh me personally i only own i only have one that's mine that i call mine um, yeah i have one, one that, that i call mine i have a sundere lolly uh <laughs> that's not a lolly i think it's old as fart well, yeah, but she's still a lolly. <laughs> no, she doesn't act like a lolly in any she's way. She's a miniature dashing, okay? <laughs> but they're inherently small, so you can't call them lolly in perspective That is a lolly. Dashings. We have proven lollies can be of any age. But no, I'm saying in regards to the size of dogs of that breed is not very small. There's much smaller dashings. Max size. was huge compared to her. Yeah, she, he was fat, though. <laughs> He was a just chunk because of, she's fat doesn't he was, mean she's he was not in the realm of, of like that dog from that one movie where he had to be on a, a roller a skateboard pushed around. <laughs> Poor uh, Max, he was a great dog. What was the weirdest pets we've had? I think the the rats. Was oh, the we have a whole we bunch had. of we had finches, mouse. don't we? We had finches. 
That's what those are. Oh, those, yeah. We have finches. Um, not by choice. I hate birds. They're <laughs> annoying as hell. Um, I think they sound cool. <laughs> no. But we had tarantulas. We had... Uh, yeah, that would be probably rats, my... mice. Rats, mice. And no, we never had mice. We've had rats. Mouse. It must be a really small mouse then, or rats. Snowball um, was very small, but we've always had rats. And you have a, you've had a lot of ferrets. I think that's pretty much all we've ever had. And fish, of course. I've Everybody's had cats. Fish. Yeah, never, I've never had cats. I'm actually allergic to cats. I've found recently. Well, I am too, but... <laughs> I'm to the point where if I'm in a house with them for more than five minutes, I'm dying. Literally. Well, technically, <laughs> I'm allergic to... Technically, I'm allergic to dogs. I found that out by moving out of the house. Every time I would come back uh, to the house, I'd end up freaking... Uh, going crazy by the time i went home again that could be perfume though you die with perfume i die from perfume yes <laughs> it's like it's like those little those little tidbits of a talking spirit <laughs> fun fact chris dies from perfume andrew <laughs> dies from cats yeah i get in go into a weird coughing fit if if a strong perfume goes by me uh to round out our episode we're actually through all our questions we had a lot of questions we thank you guys so much for all those questions that that was awesome um which is great because we had the music episode this week and i know not everybody likes the music episodes but at least they have a full fledged podcast discussional for it uh, i just want to highlight a few things with the community um we have currently the monthly movie club may 2015 voting is beginning so if you want to join in with everybody and watch a great anime movie you can uh, find that thread in the anime discussion threads on the forums in otakuspirit.com. Uh, join the forums, vote. If you're already there, vote. Let your voice be known. Um, and then they will watch that movie in May and discuss it on that thread. And hopefully this time around we can actually do a, a podcast talk about it. So we failed miserably last time. Hopefully we don't fail again. Uh, but the votes are for between children who uh, children who chase lost voices, how the movie uh, into the forest of fireflies light and Panama inverted. So chime in if you like one of those or want to watch one of those. Talk about it. Uh, and don't forget if you we just of course wrapped up winter 2015 season that will be included in our year ends voting for the best anime of 2015. So. Don't forget to go to the your seasonal the seasonal thread or seasonal voting picks thread on the anime discussion forums to put your picks for favorite of winter of 2015 and put in your suggestions of what you might actually like with spring. Uh, lastly, I wanted to point out our Steins Gate group viewing is still going. Um, as of the airing of this, it'll be they'll be up to episode 20. So if you're watching Steins Gate or want to watch it, you have some catching up to do, but we have people discussing that over there. But just make sure to be courteous and kind with people that have not watched all the way up to the ending. We don't want anybody spoiling anybody. Make sure to put in a spoiler tag with the episode count that you're on above it before commenting. But yeah, that is that is all the things I really want to point out. Um, on uh, on my side, yeah. uh, Minecraft uh, Homebound 11 wants to do a game night and he is thinking about doing it on Wednesday the May uh, May 6th. If you want to get in on that discussion, you may want to jump in there. I do know that there has already been somebody who said that they can't make it on a Wednesday, so um 
guys got to get together if you want to put this together as a day. We have gotten up to, just so everybody knows, we've gotten up to almost seven people online at one time. So Minecraft is hopping right now. <laughs> and I will upgrade the server if I need to. Um, I picked I picked 12 because I figured that was the amount that I didn't see much more than six people on at any one time when I was doing doing the server on my laptop. So. Otaku Spirit showed you, sir. Um, I do want to do a quick uh, run through of our reviews that we got recently. It's been a while since we've done this, and it's usually because I don't remember where I left off last time. I'm afraid I want to recall them. So if I recall any of these, then I don't care because I love every one of them. Uh, again, if you want to definitely help us out, go to iTunes. Even if you don't use iTunes on a regular basis, go to iTunes and give us a rating. It, it helps us out. It tells people about our podcast, so it, it's not like it's cheating anything. Uh, Brandon, aka H11, which I'm assuming is at Homebound 11, says, Awesome anime, five star. Chris and Andrew are cool, entertaining, and fun pair that brings their wealth of anime knowledge to the table each week. They interact with fans through submitted questions and bring their viewpoint to the table on the latest anime to air, as well as older series from seasons past. Uh, awesome uh, to listen to, and can't recommend them enough. Thank you so much. Uh, T-Bomb Tom says, consistent, clean, entertaining, and informative. Five star. Thank you. I was going to be mad if it was a four star. <laughs> Great podcast. That is very informative and entertaining. I started listening to them knowing nothing about anime, having only seen a couple shows, and now I know so many terms, genres, recommendations, etc. Uh, if you have an inter- interest in anime, whether you have new or with your new or to it or have been with it for a while, there is something in these podcasts for you from reviews and updates of current airing shows to anime news to miscellaneous discussions on anything anime or Japanese. Thank you. Uh, finally, Baka Ichigo chimes in. Five stars says, great podcast. I heard of this podcast through AA Podcast and I've only and I've been a fan ever since. Um, I like that they don't dismiss some anime other podcasts would just upright drop. They work well together and it makes for an enjoyable podcast. Thank you, Bakad Ichigo. Yeah, we work well together. We've kind of we've we've been Got given used to each other a long 30, time ago. We've been given thirty-one <laughs> years to beat each other to death, and we're finally we've scrapped out all of our differences, and <laughs> now we just love each other because we're brothers. There was a lot of pain during our y- youth, you know, a lot oh, of yeah. hair and 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 hitting and scratching and punching and punching and kicking and, and, kicking and <laughs> kick punch all in the mic. <laughs> May have been death threats in there at some point. Oh, plenty, plenty of death threats. <laughs> Dikey Dike and slamming doors. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for listening to us. Again, uh, check us out at TakuSpirit.com. Jump into the forums if you have not yet. Uh, thank you, everybody, for the great questions you submitted to us. Uh, again, thank you to everybody who has contributed to our Patreon account. Um, the feedback from that has been just I can't, I have no words for it. It's been amazing. Um, and a continuous support from everybody, whether it be from funding for kind words and everything. We just, we love you guys. Um, have some great things and planned. Can't wait to put them in effect. Um, but yeah, thank you all for listening. You all have a wonderful week. Os. Until next time. Os. Peace. Os. Oh, 